Hello, and welcome to the Platinum Training Technologies podcast. If you're watching on video, it would be a vidcast on our YouTube channel. Again, this is Platinum Training Technologies. This is Volume 1, Episode 5, and it is titled LinkedIn for the 45 Plus Crowd, How to Optimize Your LinkedIn Profile and Use LinkedIn to Find a New Job. Now, this topic is very, very important to the 45 plus crowd. Again, Platinum Training Technologies was founded with that 45 plus business professional in mind. Someone who's in desperate need of training, coaching that their company does not provide, your skill set's behind the times, you're hearing words and lingo that you don't understand, you're behind the times on software or the internet even, and you need maybe a reset on image or just kind of kind of get your mind focused and just just a reset like you got to you got to start having a different outlook on your career because most of us are going to be working a lot longer than we had planned. Platinum Training Technologies is a an exclusive membership site. You can go to the website. It's platinumtrainingtechnologies.com and you could check us out there. So, we're going to jump right in. How to optimize your LinkedIn profile and use it to find a new job. First of all, you know, we've been talking about social media the last few podcasts. Social media is important. It's here to stay. Again, depending on the platform, up to 25% of the world's population is in or utilizing social media. So I will say this. If you're not comfortable with sharing personal information or you don't like to socialize, social media is not the place for you. However, if you are looking for a job, LinkedIn is the place to be. Now, we know there's other job search uh, engines or platforms out there like Indeed or Monster.com. But I believe LinkedIn is probably the premier. I've been watching LinkedIn for the last at least 15 years. They've really, in my opinion, coming LinkedIn has come into its own in the last four or five years. It is where business people go. It is Facebook for business people. But more specifically, if you are looking for a job, you got to realize that almost 95% of recruiters use LinkedIn to search for candidates. Now, that is huge if you think about that. Not only recruiters, but companies as well. Recruiters and companies pay extra money to have extra features and benefits for searching for you or to fill positions. So what we want to do is we want to help you take charge of your future, attract more attention from potential employers or just more attention, period. You have to attract a lot of attention these days. There is a lot of noise out there, as you probably know, especially on social media. So this episode is going to give you some tips and tricks on how to ramp up or optimize your LinkedIn profile to get really so you become a superstar on LinkedIn. Secondly, at the very end, I'm going to I'm going to give you a special offer uh, to join our community, and if so you'll have to stay tuned to find out what that is. That is going to be at the end, so uh, I think you're going to like it. So let's jump right in. First of all, what is LinkedIn? Again, it is a free site that you can join, and you can put yourself out there on the market a couple different ways. As I mentioned in a previous podcast, people are using LinkedIn. To connect with other business people, which I believe is probably a third to half of, of the reason people use LinkedIn. I know that's how I use it. I use it to connect with people, 
and and it helps establish you as an expert in the industry, or uh, maybe you want to comment on topics that you're very familiar with, or you want to learn something new. Because I learn a lot of things on LinkedIn about other industries that are appropriate to to my business. But I think definitely at least half, or maybe the majority of the people who are on LinkedIn, they are looking for a job. So with that in mind, depending on whether you just tried to brand yourself, become an industry expert, or if you're looking for a job, this will help you either way. First of all, let's let's jump right in. Let's talk about editing your headlines. So when you uh, when you start a LinkedIn page, obviously there's a couple of key things. You're going to put a photograph, which I'll talk about, or a headshot in a minute. You're going to put your name. Please capitalize your name. Don't do lowercase letters. That is a pet peeve of mine. Let's look professional. You also have an opportunity to do what's called a banner. And a banner is basically could be a slogan, could be a maybe if you own a company, the company logo, or maybe the company you work for. So you have a banner. The banner needs to attract attention. But just as important with the banner and having a picture is your headline. Your headline has to be very, very specific. You want to tell colleagues, business people, employers what value you add, and you want to keep that audience in mind to avoid technical terms that may be unfamiliar. For example, like here's mine. I put leading an organization that provides value to our customer through collaboration, technology processes, and commitment. Okay, yeah, I need to work on that a little bit, but you get the point. So it's just like on a newspaper. You want to have a headline that very succinctly tells people what you're about. Okay, so think about that. Think about what your career goal is or what your branding goal is for your industry you are in and come up with a headline that gets people's attention. Expert in concrete repair, something like that. Expert in cybersecurity with 30 years of experience. Okay, so I think I think you get the the drift on that. So it's going to start with the headline. Secondly, underneath that, there's a section called about. And that's really just a summary of, um, it kind of expounds on your headline. So your summary is where you can add more detail and showcase your achievements, provide statistics to describe your impact. And if you can, add some multimedia attachments like maybe videos or pictures to that because that becomes very, very important because people are visual. Now, again, if you are using your summary to mirror your resume, please make sure it does that. I can't tell you how many times when I was a hiring manager, I would look at the resume, I'd looked at the LinkedIn profile, and, and they were nothing alike. So that candidate, that resume went right in the trash. So what I'm saying is under your summary, you can actually just, that's almost kind of like your cover letter on your resume and make sure that, that it matches. But then if you get the next section is actually your experience where you're putting your, where you work in the years and the dates, please be accurate on that. And please make sure that it matches your resume. That is the first thing employers are going to look at after they get through the headline and see if you have a headshot because they want to know what you look like. Doesn't matter if you're ugly or, or attractive as long as they, they want to know you're a real person. And if you don't have a headshot, if you don't have a picture, people are going to go, what are they hiding? And I get it. A lot of people don't like to be photographed, but, but go, go to a studio, you know, like the real estate people and the insurance people are very, very good at this. They understand that image and they're building that brand. So again, picture, headline, 
summary. All right. So again, summary, if you're going to use it like a cover letter and then into your experience, it should match your resume exactly. Now, again, like most of us, we may lump some things together. But if you do that, make sure you explain that, uh, you know, from from 1997 to 2003, I was with one company that held three positions, something like that. So make sure that, again, it's just there's parity with your resume that you submit online with your LinkedIn profile, because believe me, they are going to check out your LinkedIn profile maybe before they even dig into your resume. Because as I said in another podcast, I believe at some point LinkedIn just may be resumes. That that just that may be how you get a job. They may not even need a resume. In fact, some companies or some recruiters, you can apply with your LinkedIn profile. And if it's that strong, then they'll ask you for a resume. So this is, again, for the 45 plus crowd job seeking, this is very, very important. You need to make sure you do this correctly. Okay, the next one, choose your photo. Pick an image that looks professional and clear. You want to focus on your face and you want to use natural light that's flattering. Again, don't wear a ball cap. Don't have a margarita in your hand or have a Hawaiian shirt on or a vacation picture, a picture of your family or your sports team or, you know, because really, to be honest on LinkedIn, they don't care about your personal life. They don't care about your hobbies. Okay. Uh, And again, I get that's what Facebook is for. Facebook and all the other social media, but LinkedIn is business. So look like a professional. I cannot stress that enough. And in in your photo, make sure you look professional. You know, I think a a, a, a collared shirt for for men is appropriate. Uh, Women, again, you want to have something that's professional looking, you know, and flattering. And and, and to both uh, male and female, don't wear anything that's too revealing. You know, like guys, you know, we don't see pictures of your guns. Okay. We, we get it. We know, or, or your tattoo. So again, it should be a headshot. That means pretty much chest up, maybe neck up of, of your, of your face. All right. Next part is keywords. Now, again, through the body of your LinkedIn profile, whether it's the, the headline or the summary, make sure you are using keywords to help recruiters and automated search tools find you. Now, again, in the headline, you don't want to be too technical, but in the summary or the about, and specifically in your job description, you want to be very technical because if you have a particular certification or an expertise in an area, uh, you know, maybe you have an Oracle certification or something like that. I don't even know what that is, but I know that's software related. So, or if you have security clearance, maybe, I don't know. I guess uh, that military folks can tell me or government people people can tell me if that's uh, not appropriate. But my point is there are programs and, and recruiters are typing in name, actually, you know, terms for, and, and, and that's how they find you. I, I have been found by really some obscure people like, how did you find me? And, and, and I had one word in my LinkedIn profile that attracted their attention. And they said, wow, you're, you know, you're the only person I found with that keyword that we're looking for. So keywords are very, very important. Now, again, if you're applying for a job, and I'm not saying, you know, you you sandbag your your LinkedIn profile and your resume, but if you are applying for a a job in a particular industry and you start noticing buzzwords or terms, you might want to start integrating that into your resume and into your keywords on your LinkedIn profile. Again, a lot of software is searching for 
or artificial intelligence. It's not even a person. They're, the first pass is a computer looking at your information, deciding if you make the cut. So you want, I'm not saying your resume or your LinkedIn profile has to match the, the, the ad or the, the job posting exactly, but be aware of the keywords, the terminology, the lingo, and make sure that your resume and LinkedIn profile do match that to some degree. Okay, so keywords, very important throughout the whole body of your LinkedIn profile. Again, on the headline, make it more generic, but everything else be very, very specific to your industry. Again, you're trying to promote yourself. You're trying to promote yourself as the expert. All right, next thing is a URL. Now, what is a URL? I mean, if you're looking at a, if you're, if you're on, say, Google or you're on uh, Microsoft Edge or if you're on you know, another browser, you know, like Mozilla or something like that. Or Bing, if you, at the very top, the little address box that has HTTP, you know, backslash colon, www dot, you know, whatever, you know, platinumtrainingtechnologies.com, you know, that's the URL. That's the unique address that is, it, it, that's your address on the internet. So with LinkedIn, it's pretty cool. They give you a generic, what I call URL or address. And if you find it, it's typically, when if you go to your profile, it's in the top right and it says change your public URL. And again, LinkedIn gives you one, but you can change it to something that you like better or that might work more effectively for you. For example, you might have a, make sure it's, it's got your name in it. Uh, would be important, especially you you can copy that URL or that link and send that to people through an email or a text. And then through that link, it goes right to your LinkedIn page. So if you want to be really clever and, you know, maybe you, maybe you're a, uh, uh, you know, pool, a, a pool builder or you work in the pool industry, you want to, you know, put, uh, you know, Steve Smith pool guy or something like that or, or pool professional. Um, but at least have your name. And again, LinkedIn will walk you through that if your if it, if your format is not correct. So that's not a I, I didn't I haven't changed mine because mine has my name in it and has like four or five characters. But, you know, it could be a marketing thing. So just just for those of you who are really creative and really want to go on, go all out, you can change your URL or your LinkedIn address. All right. You got that. Okay, if you need more on that, Google it, go to LinkedIn, you'll see what I'm talking about. All right, the next thing, this is, this really should have been number one, in my opinion. So, but again, I kind of did these as, as they came, came to my mind. You got to welcome recruiters. Now, when you go to your profile, there's going to be something, and again, I've seen it in a couple different places, but it's called job seeking preferences or are you open to work? I think the, uh, again, LinkedIn changes almost on a monthly basis. And in fact, their tutorials are two or three years behind the time. So they're not even keeping up with their own material in their tutorials. So that's why I'm doing this for you. So under your name, and then you have your, again, your headline. And then I, I believe it's between the, the headline and then the summary or the about. There's typically a little box that pops up says open to work. Now, when you click on that, it's, it's basically going to give you a privacy setting. It's going to say, hey, I want to be visible to recruiters. I want to let recruiters know that I'm open to opportunities. Now, that, that doesn't mean headhunters. I mean, that could be internal recruiters at companies. Now, here's the thing. If you are obviously not employed, you're looking for a job, 
all bets are off. You want to let everybody know who you are. So you definitely want to click yes, let recruiters know. Now, if you're at a company and you're you're not happy, again, look, listen to my podcast number one. It talks about why people leave jobs, uh, episode number one. But remember, your HR department is uh, probably on that uh, is doing this. They're, they're looking for people too, possibly. And uh, Facebook does try. They're they're very good at it. I've never in my in my past I've never been busted for that looking for a job. And, and really, technically, you know, it's most companies. I don't know. They they may or may not do anything. But here's the thing: it's your it's your LinkedIn profile, and if 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 people are doing a search and you pop up. Um, you could always say, "Hey, I didn't know that button was checked." So um, that 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 could be an out. Not saying being dishonest, but uh, you know, again, it's your profile. If that button's checked or not, yeah, who cares? But make sure I would say if you're if you're friends with your HR people, your recruiting people, they're they're more than likely not going to see that on LinkedIn, especially if you're friends with them. Or you may want to go ahead and friend all your hiring managers in in your company, and that way you're pretty sure that they won't see your activity. In terms of that, um, LinkedIn is very, very good about keeping that. And, and also, even if you're not, they try. They look at at the company you work for and the company your recruiter works for, and they 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 say they don't show that to them. So, again, just depending on on how much you want to put trust in that. But regardless, let recruiters know you're open to opportunities. You click yes. Now, there's going to be some more things you fill out, like location, part time, full time, contract work. Uh, what job titles, maybe what industry you're looking at. So you, you definitely want to fill all that out as specific and, and make sure it's accurate. Don't know, you know, if you are not a vice president or CEO level person, please don't put that on there. First of all, they're going to see, they're going to look at your resume and they, they're going to be able to tell. So be realistic with your job titles. Okay. That's all I'm saying. Companies are more apt. Uh, well, and, and let me, let me backtrack on that. I was going to say that relocation is really important, but I think with with the pandemic and and we've the fact that we proved that we can work at home remotely, relocation is not important. So you could always put open to relocation, but that could be you could still say, hey, but where you're at, I'm not interested in moving. You could you could always say no. That's what I'm saying. Okay, now here's the thing with this 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 open to job preferences. It's not a permanent thing. It Sometimes it will automatically switch off, and, and I don't know why it why it does that. Um, I've noticed that in, in the past. Now it may not do that anymore. You just need to check it every every month or two during your job search process and make sure that that box is still checked. I think they've gotten better at it. I think if if they're going to disable that function, uh, they'll send you an email to your email on file, and they'll they'll let you know that. So again. That is probably the most important tip. If you're going to get anything from this, make sure that you're open to work or open to letting recruiters know you're op- you're looking for opportunities. Okay. Right. Next one. Be consistent. Now, this kind of goes what I'm, I'm talking about before. Um, your resume is usually written for a specific opening, while your profile is more of a general statement. But again, you still want them to be similar enough to to avoid causing any confusion. And again, information that does not match your resume to your LinkedIn profile could be a red flag to potential employers. Again, I have personally witnessed that, done that time after time after time after time. And, and believe me, the, the recruiting or hiring manager, they're going to look through your, your, your profile. 
And they're going to ask you questions more than likely. They're going to say, hey, you know, you were here from this time to this time or you worked at this company. They're going to quiz you. So make sure your LinkedIn profile is consistent with your resume and it is consistent to reality. All right. Next one is called Check the Meter. LinkedIn provides a profile strength meter to help you rate yourself. Now, the link is if, if, you, if you type it in, uh, it's uh, www.linkedin.com forward slash sales forward slash SSI. That's your social selling index. Now, what that tells you, again, that is uh, linkedin.com forward slash sales forward slash SSI. Or you could Google LinkedIn social selling index and it'll tell you how to do it. It's pretty easy. But your LinkedIn page has to be active and it's going to be open. It's going to do an analysis of your page. Now, it's going to rank a few different things. Um, I'm not going to get too deep into this, but it just kind of lets you know where you stand, kind of the strength of your profile versus other people in your industry. So first of all, it gives you a what's called an industry social selling index. That means how well you're socially selling yourself on LinkedIn. Now, mine, when it when I last time I looked at it about a year or so ago, I was a six, six uh, percent. Uh, I was in the top six percent of my industry, which was pretty good. Well, I just looked at it before I did this podcast. I'm at two percent. So that is pretty cool. Uh, and again, I'll kind of explain in the next section, kind of, you know, using your profile to, to, to build your profile up, how I did that. In my network, I went from a 37% to the top 22% in my network of social selling, which is pretty strong. And then they give you an overall um, social selling index. They say that the whole, and I've not, not really found any definitive information. Everyone says the if you reach an 80%, you're considered a thought leader in your industry or in your area of expertise. Uh, mine's a 57. Uh, previously, about a year ago, it was a 49. So it takes a long time to build your SSI. But again, it's kind of like your credit score. Uh, there's a lot of things you can do to improve your credit score. Same thing with that. This just improves the strength of your profile. And, and, and we're about to jump into how to do that. There's some things you can do to, to, to improve your profile, make it more visible. Again, this next area I'm going to talk about is kind of how to use it, how to build up your profile. And, and I noticed that in a lot of posts that I have, and this is pretty cool, I often have more followers than I do actually connections. Now, think about that for a second. A connection is someone kind of like on Facebook, you friend somebody. Well, you friend somebody or you connect with someone on LinkedIn. You know, let's say I have four, 400 people and I'm very careful who I connect with. I just don't connect with everybody. Uh, again, because a lot of people, they just want to connect with you just to try to sell you something. So so don't be that person. Don't be that guy. Don't be that that person, okay? But a lot of times on my posts, I'll have six, seven hundred, eight hundred views of my post. Or if I reshare a post from, say, I'm looking at something from Simon Sinek or, you know, say like a Tony Robbins, for example, and I share something really cool um, or like a Jocko Willink, you know, extreme ownership. And, and I'll reshare something and I'll see four or five, six, seven hundred. Now, how is that possible? So what that is is LinkedIn is just like Facebook. If you post something or like something or share something, your, your network knows that. 
then what happens is friends of your connections or connections of your connections are exposed to that like or that share or that post that you did. And then what happens is that encourages them to connect with you. So, so again, this is all artificial intelligence. This is all software doing this. It's all automated. So what I'm saying is if you like and post things frequently, it's going gonna, it's, it's gonna to show that you're active. And if you're active, it's going to show your profile or your post to other people. And it gives other people the, the, you know, the, uh, the ability or, or the opportunity to connect with you. Okay, so, so that, this next section is kind of about that. All right, so let's jump in using your LinkedIn profile. So a couple of things is, you know, recruiters especially, they want to know what other people say about you. So at the very bottom, you you have what's called skills and endorsements. So there, there's an area where you can put in your skills, like, hey, I know Excel. I know, uh, you know, some programming language. I'm really good at PowerPoint. I'm a uh, you know, social media expert. I understand search engine optimization or whatever. You're, it's going to give you the opportunity to do a lot of skills. But underneath that, there's going to be people who endorse you. Say, hey, you know, Steve is really good at uh, programming for applications. He's very good at uh, this particular deal in cybersecurity. I'm sorry, I keep using cybersecurity, but that's a real technical thing. Or, hey, this person is, you know, they say, hey, Steve's a great salesperson. I used to buy from him. He wasn't the, you know, he was my favorite salesperson, always honest, you know, da da da, or whatever. So you want to try to get other, you know, maybe current employers, people on your team or other content contacts for, for recommendations. And what you want to do is you just want to, uh, you can LinkedIn message them, just say, Hey, could you give me a recommendation? Okay. That is, I mean, that's just, I mean, think about it. that's kind of like a, a references on your resume and it's very, very, very strong. And here's the thing. Sometimes people will ask you, or you could just recommend, you just say, Hey, this person did such a great job. I want to endorse this person. Now, when you do that, it you know it doesn't automatically pop up on someone's page. They have to approve that, which is probably a good thing because you know you, you know sometimes I'm sure people I've had a couple of people want to recommend me or endorse me that I didn't really care for that person or I I didn't think they were very uh, they're they're unscrupulous person. I didn't want to be associated with them, so I declined that endorsement. But that does again that I'm just telling you that's that's what happens. So you want to use your endorsements to advertise skills that are in high demand. Okay. And again, if you are generous about helping or endorsing other people, more than likely they're going to endorse you back. So that is very, very important. So again, towards the bottom, it says skills and endorsements. You'll see that on your LinkedIn profile. The other thing, uh, the next thing, number two is write and publish. You want to share your knowledge and insights on the LinkedIn publishing platform. You want to, you know, you can, I mean, when we're talking about content and let, let me say this on social media, people are hungry for content. What is content? Content are topics, are things that people are posting. People are hungry for new information. So if you're in a particular industry, I mean, let's say you're in the semiconductor industry and you want to write an article about the latest technology that obviously doesn't uh, violate any company privacy policy or, or you're giving away any proprietary information. Or maybe you're in auto sales and you want to talk about a new car that's coming out or you know whatever. You, you get what I'm trying to say. So you want to share a post on something that you are an expert at that you or have an opinion on. Now, once you do that, be prepared. 
people are going to comment. And some of the people that comment are not going to like what you say. Haters going to hate, right? But you know what? That's okay. Just don't get into an argument with them. Believe me, there'll be other people that'll do that on your behalf if you do that. So again, you can, you can post a photo of something. Maybe it's one of your products or an interesting photo and you want to comment on it. Maybe you, you want to put a video or even a video of yourself talking about a topic, which is pretty cool. That, like this uh, vidcast that I'll do, I'll actually probably post this somewhere on LinkedIn. And this podcast will also be a vidcast or videocast. You can put a document on there. Maybe it's a white paper. Now, I know a lot of people don't necessarily use white papers, but maybe an infographic. Okay, some of you may know what that is. So in other words, a document or a uh, pictograph or, or, or infographic showing, you know, just graphically showing the benefits or features and benefits of a product or service that, that, or, or something that you have expertise in. Or you can actually write an article. So if you click on the write an article button, it'll actually, you'll, you'll write an article and it'll actually you know, look like a, an article in a newspaper or magazine. So that's pretty cool. So if you really want to gain notoriety on LinkedIn, you want to publish or post very frequently. Okay. And again, if you're going to post content, again, more along the lines of documents or articles, Make sure you develop a strategy. You know, maybe you're you're a salesperson with a company, and you have a new line of products that 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 you're rolling out. You know, get with your marketing department. Maybe they can give you some images or some some copy or some words or verbiage to 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 start promoting that on your LinkedIn page. Okay. All right. Next is joint groups. Look for groups in your subject area and 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 participate actively. You can post articles, answer questions. Now. One thing you want to do here, if you, if you join a group, you know, let's say you're a, a roofing contractor and you want to join the roofing contractor group of greater Atlanta or, or something like that. If you're going to do that, or, or say, for example, you're a manufacturer of shingles or, or roofing products and you join a contractor group, be very, very careful not to over promote you yourself or your company. You'll probably get kicked out of the group. Um, again, you want to be seen as an expert. And if there's something that you can comment on that would be helpful. Again, the whole idea of the, the previous thing I was talking about was publishing content is to provide value. You want to provide information that people go, wow, that is great. And what they're going to do is they're going to share it. They're going to share it on their LinkedIn page, which means their whole network will see your post. So join groups, post content on the group pages, but again, avoid any temptation to overpromote yourself or your company or your product because that gets old very fast. All right. Next one, you want to monitor your connections. Stay on the lookout for valuable connections to add to your network. Now, this is kind of tricky too. If you're wanting to connect with someone to sell them something, and that's the only reason, don't do that. What you want to do is start by liking their posts or like, hey, I went to the same college or hey, we used to work at the same company years ago. I'd like to connect with you. So if you're going to connect with someone on LinkedIn, even though this is a business profile, you want to do it at a more personal level. Don't connect with them just to sell them something. I cannot tell you how many times I've had someone connect with me in, in an industry or maybe they're trying to sell me a software or a service that's not related to what I do. You know, I can tell they viewed my profile 
then you they send me a friend request. And then I get the LinkedIn message. Hey, Dan, I'm just wondering if you'd be interested in this product. I mean, they've never even had a conversation with me. I mean, it's just it's so impersonal. So when you're connecting with people, make sure you send a personal in- invite. There's always there's a line to say, hey, hey, Joe, you and I went to the same college. You and I worked at the same place, you know, whatever. Or, hey, we used to work together and, and, and keep it that simple. Now, if you are, are trying to use LinkedIn to, to sell your product, before you, you pounce on a prospect, what you want to do is this. You want to start liking their posts, follow that person. There's actually a button. You can follow them. So every time they have a post, it, it'll pop up. Now, that doesn't mean you're connected. That means you're going to look at their posts. So please make sure that you're just very respectful of that because there's not a bigger turnoff than if you are trying to connect with people and they, they're 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 put off by your, your advance to try to sell them something. Now, also what will happen is LinkedIn will automatically pop up with something people you may know. Now, if you're on Facebook, you, you've seen this before. These may be, mean connections of connections. So in other words, you have a connection and you have a common or, or you have a common connection with, with someone they're suggesting. A lot of times uh, that works. You, you just hit connect, it'll connect and they'll go, oh, well, we, we know the same person and they'll accept it. So Facebook will make recommendations of people you may know based on common connections. That's okay. But again, don't start you know connecting with everybody. Now, here's a hint to job seekers. Please do not connect with the HR people at a company. Um, that, that is just really, I don't think, appropriate until you get the job. Or if you've had a very good dialogue, maybe you didn't get the job. The person says, hey, I want to keep in touch with you. Absolutely. But if you apply for a job and you haven't spoken to anyone at the company or at the recruiting firm, don't connect with that person. Don't do that. That's just, I think, in poor taste. And, and again, that and, oh, well, that shows I'm eager. No, that shows you're desperate is what that shows. Don't do that. If And a lot of times those people will connect with you if they like you. Okay, so it's not a popularity contest. I'm just giving you some etiquette so you don't look like a goober out there on LinkedIn. Okay, so monitor your connections and make sure you are are just not being a stalker. Okay. next thing, almost done. We're going to wind it down. Encourage others. Think of LinkedIn as a community where you can exchange ideas and support, comment on posts from other users and share them with your own connections. And then what you want to do is you want to try to have some encouragement. Maybe someone got laid off or is looking for a job, or maybe someone you know, went through some, you know, sometimes people put personal tragedies, which I know I think in, on Facebook, you don't really want to do that. Or, or maybe they announced a, a, a coworker or a long time uh, executive of the company has passed away. You know, maybe offer condolences. Again, that's real tricky. Uh, just the shorter, the better. But encourage people. If they post something like, hey, I just got a new job. Congratulations, Bob. Congratulations, Susan, on getting that new job. That is awesome. Good luck. If there's anything I can help you with, please let me know. So be a resource to that person. So encourage people because that is very, very powerful. Again, you always want to look like uh, the good guy on LinkedIn, okay? Don't, 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 Don't get into arguments on LinkedIn. Don't post very sensitive information, okay? Don't post anything polarizing. Stay away from politics. 
you know, religion, eh, that's dicey because you just, you don't know, especially with potential employers. So you, you've got to really watch what you post um, when you're encouraging other people or, or commenting other people's posts. Now, the next thing is, you know, again, be discreet while you're, while you're working to raise your visibility. Keep in mind, there may be times when you want to keep your job hunting activities off the view of your current boss or HR. So make sure that, you know, I, I would say that you do want your information public. You can set that to public. But if you don't set it to public, recruiters are going to have a hard time finding you. Now, some recruiters, even if it's set to private, they can still find you because they pay extra money to view your profile, even though it's not public. So if you're very, very, very paranoid about your existing employer or HR department finding out what, what you're doing, just set it to private. Again, you go to settings, it's privacy settings set to private. Recruiters can still find you if you have that box check that I mentioned earlier, but it's going to be a lot harder. So again, be discreet. The other thing, uh, and just a, just a few miscellaneous comments before we wrap up. When you're on LinkedIn, just make sure if you're, and, and this is a hard one, because you because if you if you just got a job or you work at a company, you're connected to a lot of people you work with. You got to be really careful about being on LinkedIn all day in case your boss sees it or someone wants to report you. Oh, you know, Sam's on LinkedIn all all day long. You know, he's making fifty posts a day. Um, so make sure if you're doing it, do it, do it on your own time, do it on the weekends. Again, not saying that, uh, you know, especially if it's company type business and you're trying to promote something on your site for your company and while you're on there, you hit a few likes, no big deal. So ju just be discreet and watch out for that. And, and this is the last thing I'm talking about your LinkedIn profile. This is something, you know, again, this is called privacy. Uh, this is kind of almost like a civil liberties, uh, discussion. It's, it may be a little uncomfortable for some people, but I've gotten to several, um, I'd say heated discussions. So if you work for a company and you have a LinkedIn page, should you like a competitor's post? I say yes. A lot of people are going to disagree with that. So it's okay. We'll agree to disagree, but let me, let me explain why. Number one, that LinkedIn page is yours. That is your property albeit through a license through LinkedIn, but that's your personal page. It's no one's business if you like a competitor's product. Now, you don't go out there and badmouth your company or badmouth your company on a competitor's post. Obviously, you're not, you don't want to do that. Um, that, that, that. That should get you fired. Anyway, I do believe that the LinkedIn profile is yours. If your company starts telling you what to post or they're monitoring your LinkedIn activities, um, I, I think that's a problem. I think that's a violation of, of your personal personal rights. And again, if you're doing that on company time, yeah, they probably will say something. But if your company wants you to use LinkedIn to promote them, just set up another LinkedIn account and, and make it only company only. So you'll have two LinkedIn accounts. One would be through your personal email. One would be through your company email. And that's okay. Now, LinkedIn will also charge you what's called LinkedIn Premium. It's about $25 a month, U.S. dollars. And that gives you extra stuff. You know, maybe your company wants to pay for that. And that's just a promotion powerhouse machine. A lot of companies won't do that. So again, your LinkedIn profile is yours. Make sure you utilize it. Make sure you're professional. And again, optimizing your LinkedIn profile can make it easier for other people to find you to help reach your goals. Okay. As I mentioned previously, 
here's the special offer. If you're an individual and you're wanting to connect with a community of like-minded people, the 45 plus crowd, and you like the, the contents of this podcast and the other ones, congratulations, you have found your place. You have found your tribe. So again, if you're a 45 plus, you're in desperate need of training, coaching, support that you're not currently getting, maybe you're unemployed and you're needing some encouragement um, or you need to upskill, reskill, or your skill sets behind the times, you, with this membership, you will have access to over 3,000 training videos, hundreds of learning tracks that will help get you to the next level. It's, it's content very similar to what you're hearing on this podcast or vidcast. So again, over 3,000 videos, exclusive content added almost weekly. In addition, you'll have access to a library of self-help or life hack reports, articles, and eBooks. And lastly, you will be part of what's called the Platinum Community. This is a private community page, kind of like Facebook community page, but it's our own private. Um, so, so you you come. There's a link to it. You you sign in. You log in. And this is a place where you could talk about these topics with other people. You could share your stories, get advice, share your wins, share your losses. Uh, I'll have different topics, different discussion topics for us to talk about. Maybe it's about ageism or how do how do we find the job? Man, I need some help. I'm not having you know I'm not having any luck at that. So if if that interests you. What you can do is go to PlatinumTrainingTechnologies.com. Go to the non-member content tab. Click on it. And what you'll see is links to all the social media. There's a video from me, and I'm, I'll kind of explain what the program is. And there's links to our social media sites. So if you'd like to know more about us, just visit those, and you'll get to know us. And there's tons of free content you'll kind of get our vibe. Secondly, if you're just interested in maybe purchasing some of these life help or life hack articles, we have what's called the Platinum Store. It's very low cost, so you could you could check that out too at a very low cost. But at the very bottom of that page, there's a button. It says "Click here for special offer." So if you click on that and join, I'll do I'll do a couple of things. One, I'm going to send you two reports. I'm going to send you an actual hard copy of this presentation that I went over is how to optimize your optimize your LinkedIn profile, and then why your headshot may be holding you back. So that's some bonus content. And lastly, here's the bonus: if you sign up. In the next 60 days, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of give you some time to think about it. I will go over with you one-on-one, a brief session. I'll look at your LinkedIn profile. I'll critique it, and I'll give you some hints or some, some criteria or some things to do to change it to up your, your LinkedIn profile. Okay, that'll be part of that. So if you sign up for the special offer for the Platinum Community, again, that's at PlatinumTrainingTechnologies.com. Go to the non-member content tab. At the very bottom, there's a button, a green button that says click here for special offer. Click on that. If you sign up, I will look at your LinkedIn profile one-on-one, a one-on-one Zoom call. I'll look at your profile, and I will tell you uh, how to fix it, how to, how, to, how to make it look better. So, and again, I do know what I'm talking about because I mentioned earlier I'm in the top 2% of my industry on my profile. So that's pretty cool. And I'm almost becoming a thought leader. I'm about... Uh, you know, 20 points away, but I'm getting there. So I'll be a thought leader maybe by the end of the year. We'll see. Anyway, again, this is Platinum Training Technologies, PlatinumTrainingTechnologies.com. This is Volume 1, Episode 5, LinkedIn for the 45 plus crowd, how how to optimize your LinkedIn profile and use LinkedIn to find a new job. I hope you found this helpful. And again, 
uh, subscribe to our channel, whether you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or Amazon or the various other uh, podcast hosting sites that, that you can find this. And uh, I think you're going to find it interesting. This is going to be fun. Again, we're here to help you navigate this next reality. Again, if you're the 45 plus crowd, we can help. We understand you. I'm in that category. So again, we want you to be part of our community. Again, thanks for listening and we'll see you next time.